Solutions the National Fund Network is adopting to address local challenges across the country. My name is Michelle Wilson. I'm the Director of Evaluate National Fund. I am so excited to have Ann Candelise, Director of Springfield Works, one of our collaborative partners um, located in Springfield, Massachusetts, joining us today. Hi, Ann. How are you? Hi. Hi, Michelle. I'm well. How about you? Good. I, I always enjoy talking to you. It was a pleasure. It was exciting when I learned that you were going to be our guest for today. So welcome. You ready to dig in? Ready. Okay. Happy to be here. <laughs> so um, Springfield Works, your collaborative has been a part of the National Fund since 2016. And you you all formed um, with leaders in the community to really um, drive impact model um, with the goal of re removing systemic and racial barriers um, and opening up equitable access and economic growth for everybody. Um, so I'm really curious, um, when you think about the work that you've been doing since 2016, um, what are you really excited about and where do you see some of the challenges? So we, we were formed in 2016. So we were a Working Cities Challenge uh, city, so the Federal, Federal Reserve Bank of Boston city. And, um, and we joined the network in 2021 and what was, um, you know, the National Fund Network in 2021. And we, we kept seeing, you know, wow, what, you know, this National Fund is addressing the same issues we are. And so, and so it was really um, both comforting and also illuminating to, to, to say what would it be like to be part of a national network to address the challenges. And some of those challenges, um, like so many others we've learned, is, you know, activating employers to make jobs better. What are those jobs? How do we, how do we, how, how, how do we actually create um, better jobs in, in traditional occupations that are low wage? And so, um, so that's one of the the biggest challenges is really, you know, creating better jobs um, and activating employers to participate in that. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, I'm so when you think about the highlights of some of the work that you've done, um, saying what would you point out? Some of the some of the highlights were are really creating you know really breaking down silos right so springfield is i always like to say about springfield is that we're rich in programs and poor in systems and so when we look at what we needed to focus on is we needed to say what do we have that's working and then how do we and then also what is also keeping us sort of um, entrenched into old ways mm -hmm. and so i think what we've done really well is to bring um, employers to the table, community-based organizations, our workforce board, um, and our career centers to say, you know, to really identify and address some of the really systemic um, issues that that have had have just been um, almost feeling intractable sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, we talk about this work and why it matters, um, particularly when we think about occupational segregation and how we disrupt that. I mean, you know, because you've been part of the work and part of um, the discussions that we've been doing at the National Fund about what it really means to disrupt the drivers of occupational segregation, because occupational segregation is so huge. Like, how do you wrap your arms around it? And so our focus at the National Fund is just like really digging in and going, you know, a few layers deep around particular drivers that we can disrupt. Um, and so one of the things that, you know, um, you shared and when we were prepping for this was just about um, some of the fast growing jobs um, in, in, in Massachusetts and in the area around like, you know, personal care, um, um, early education, CNA, and all of those things. So just curious about um, why, and we're going to get into the systems change work in a minute, but why this, why this matters to sec to the work that you're doing and why, why, why do we need to pay attention to this? You know, we have wonderful opportunity to support all of our residents. And, and you know, as we come in and out of different economic environments, we can really see that not everybody um, is succeeding when economically, you know, we're in a good spot, right? We had 10 years of, of huge economic growth, and yet we have, we had, you know, um, um, large, large areas in our community that just weren't prospering and, and, and we needed to dig into that. And so it really matters because if all, if we don't have all prospering, then none of us will. And that's, and, and in our community, you know, and I was born and raised in Springfield and I've worked in other places, but our community is so rich in, in assets, in culture, in diversity. So it matters that we provide opportunities for all. And, and, and that takes a lot of work. So it matters. And, uh, and, and the how is tough. The why I got, the how is, is something we work on all the time. It's something, it's a continuous, um, it's, it's continuous, the how uh, matters. So one of the hows um, is really um, through systems change. And I know that's, a, again, you guys have been working, um, looking at this from a collective impact um, um, approach and, you know, systems change is certainly a part of that. Think about um, systems change. What does that, for, what does that mean for you all? You know, that's one of the things the National Fund had really helped crystallize. And we've been talking about systems change since we started with the Working Cities Project back in 2016. I joined in January 2017. And it was all about transformation and systems change, which feels really big, mm -hmm. right? It, that's like, what does that mean? And the National Fund actually, you know, working with... Um, Ricardo and Abby, who you'll probably mention, it was like, it was solving a problem. Systems change is about solving a problem. And sometimes what we do is we define that problem really, really way too big, right? So what's the problem you really want to solve? And then how might we go about that? And so systems change work, you know, leads, should lead to more questions. How might we and what if we, and that's what the National Fund, you know, sort of kept digging into in our, in one of our early projects um, with the National Fund around the systems lab thinking work. And that really helped us, um, you know, 
you know, take take something that again feels so intractable and big, mm-hmm. and and start defining, um, and putting together a strategy to really deal with the problems. I mean, so um, what I appreciated about what you're saying is that um, I don't know how recognize or realize that all of our work at the National Fund builds off of you know, previous work. And so, you know, the systems change work, um, which is led by Ricardo Enriquez and um, Abby Wood, um, they run the systems change um, portfolio at the National Fund, was, you know, based off of some work we did around the equity reports. And so I want you to talk, because you guys got in on the systems change lab work, and that helped define your work. But, but can you talk a little bit about how that morphed or moved you into other pieces of work when we think about that connection? Because I know you that brings you into another solution with um, uh, with uh, other rock stars. You want to talk about that? So when we when we got into the systems lab work, it was um, it, we I invited uh, the workforce board to join me in that in that project and a member of the Western Mass Economic Development Council, which is our backbone organization. And so when we dug into that problem or when we identified what do we want to do together, um, we really were looking at the healthcare sector. So the Workforce Board runs the Western Mass Nursing Collaborative. And we said, you know, again, one of our fastest growing industries is, is in healthcare and social assistance. So when we looked at the systems and the, and the problem we wanted to solve, it was around, we thought, around retention. And around, you know, how do we retain? How do we make jobs better in the in the? But what really we needed to do, and as we worked together together, uh, as we worked together with uh, Ricardo and Abby and our partners, it was really also going way back to the beginning and looking at some root cause issues around um, career mobility in the healthcare space, mm-hmm. and that really led us to looking at enrollment in in um, education and higher ed um, and also look at, um, so we looked at enrollment, but we also looked at completion. Mm-hmm. And, and we said, you know, we have to separate what's happening on the way up to mm-hmm. before somebody gets hired or while they're in an entry level position, what is happening in the career mobility space mm-hmm. um, around enrollment, mm-hmm. um, completion, and in, in what were some of the challenges um, that our workforce experienced while they're trying to work and go to school. So it, it just kept building and building. Right. And that's and that that was sort of the, the ground floor of where we decided to take our work in right. this project. And so, and that then morphed into a space where you start doing your community college work, which led into another body of work at the National Fund with Carrie Felton. Yes. Well, I mean, they're all rocks. I'm Carrie Felton <laughs> and Brittany Cord, who lead the Equipping Workers for Success um, body of work at the National Fund. So, you want to talk about how that morphed? Is, that's where that comes in? Yes. Yeah, so, then we invited uh, Hoyle Community College and our large healthcare employer, Bay State Health as well as others to have this conversation around what would it look like if, you know, knowing what we know, as we started to dig into uh, the root cause of, of, of um, 
you know, half half of our students not making it through year one of, of the Foundations of Health program to, to nursing, what would it look like if, if we actually um, created a, a learning work model? So together, over 18 months, um, and we just submitted this grant, it's never been done before in Massachusetts with the Workforce Board, is to say, okay, what if we created a pay you know, pay to train model. So now, now incumbent employees are working and being paid to um, learn while they're studying. And so what, what this really led to was a new model to say, what, what would happen if we, if we create a learning in the workspace and our workers are paid while they're learning as well as working. And so it's a reduced workload and it's also, and, and they're full-time employees, full benefits, um, creating, you know, stackable credentialing to, which will take them from a $16 an hour job to a $32 an hour job. And so, I mean, this, this was the project that yeah. actually brought it together. Um, that's fantastic. And I just want to keep an eye on time because I want to give you an opportunity to talk about um, how we continue doing this work, but I will also say you guys are also doing some human-centered design. We could spend a whole yeah. bunch of time talking about this and digging into it a little bit and talk when you think about occupational segregation, we think about doing, you know, um, creating an equitable economy um, for all. Um, what, what, what do we need to do less of? What do we need to continue doing? And what do we need to do more of as you think about that? You know, one of the things we do really, really well is we innovate. And sometimes when we want to do more of something, sometimes we think we need to do more innovation. But sometimes we also need to just dig deeper. And, and so we, we, we do some innovative work. And instead of moving on to the next thing, which is what we often do in the workforce space, like what's the new innovation, what's next, we need to say, what else can we do to deepen what it is we're doing now in order to really have the impact we're looking for? So I think we do less. So we never do less innovating, but, but we don't give up too soon on what that really looks like. And the National Fund does, does a great job in both making occupational segregation visible, but also asking, asking the questions to say, what else, what else, how might we? And, and instead of moving to sort of this, the next new shiny thing, we could just keep digging deeper. And, and you've been investing in that, in us and in the network members in, in asking the next question and digging deeper. So I think that we do. Um, so it's a balance of, of innovation and depth. And, and I love the way, um, you know, you do that. Um, and obviously, I mean, our work could not, we could not do what we do if we didn't have, you know, 34 amazing collaboratives out uh, in the field um, in partnership with us on this. Um, so as we um, wrap up, Anne, I want to give you an opportunity to, to for the last word and, and, and what's action for, I don't know, for a particular audience, but, you know, you work uh, in a collaborative space, you work with a collaborative, but for collaboratives out there, groups and uh, communities who are doing this work, what's the call of action? You know, the call to action is to invest in things like the systems lab, where you create the time and space for us to collaborate. Um, everybody's just trying to get through the day and do, do their day job. But this requires time and time 
and and investments, you know, to to give us time to think and create and co-create. So I would say that the call to action is for for the funding communities, the, the the participating communities, organizations to you know collaboration and collective action really means something, and investing in that I think is really what's needed um, if we're going to really deep you know be uh, be able to sort of overcome and 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 create these the opportunities we're, we're talking about uh, to drive equity and access. Okay. I apologize for the noise. I'm not sure why they decided to do. I thought we were done with yard work, but apparently we're not. But at any rate, Anne, um, I want to thank you um, for your time. Um, reach out to Anne if you have questions. She's always um, been really gracious about her time and talking about the work. Um, so Anne, I have deep appreciation for you. Um, that does it for us today. Um, and join us next month when we continue our conversation on the state of our workforce. Thank you. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. State of Our Workforce, Where Are We Now? is a production of the National Fund for Workforce Solutions. This episode was produced by Josh Enoch. The music in this episode is produced by Alex Productions. You can find past episodes of State of Our Workforce on our website at www.nationalfund.org. State of Our Workforce is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you may listen. State of Our Workforce airs live monthly on LinkedIn. Follow the National Fund for Workforce Solutions on LinkedIn to get updates about the next live recording of State of Our Workforce.